Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. Today, I'm having a discussion with my buddy, Stephen Hibbert. He is a returning guest, um, and he and I just have lots of fun conversations. And so today, we're talking about social media. So if you are building a business online, uh, and you're building, finding, you're creating an audience online, you pretty much got to be on social media. But if you were like me, then you're waking up wondering what you're going to post today. You're maybe not a great graphic designer. And for me, it was just so frustrating to know what am I going to post today? How am I going to make it look good? I look at every everybody else's posts and they're all nice and cool and they're on brand and the right colors. And pretty quickly I'm getting overwhelmed and just like, is this even worth doing? Well, it is worth doing. Social media is where people are at. So you need to have a presence on there. But on today's episode, I think we're going to help you relax a little bit and give you some keys on how you can post without having just being so overwhelmed and so frustrated at the whole process. And we also have a cool um, offer for you. If you are um, ready for a VA to do this for you, you can have it be completely hands-off, which is what I do. And it just... It's awesome for me because I can focus on the things that I really enjoy and the things that I'm actually good at. So uh, here is my discussion with Stephen. All right, Stephen, welcome back to Streams of Income, man. What's going on? <laughs> Reoccurring <laughs> <Always> guests. <laughs> I always enjoy having you on because we always have good discussions. And um, this is less of an interview and more of a just kind of hanging out discussion because Stephen and I have some really cool conversations. We're working on some stuff together. And so most of the time we're thinking, gosh, we should just record this stuff. This should be a podcast. <laughs> and in fact, we did that. And so we have a new podcast coming out called Unfrazzled Entrepreneur. In fact, to be honest with you, it's already out there. You can find it. We just haven't even promoted it yet. Um, it's kind of just a, just out. It's just, it's there. It's there for people. We'll, we'll, we'll do more of a promotion when we're, um, you know, more of a proper promo when we're ready to, but yeah, you can, you can go to Apple. It's on Apple and Unfra- Unfrazzled Entrepreneur is the name of it. It's, yeah, it's up on YouTube are, now too. It's so, what? It's up on YouTube now too. So if you oh, want that's to right. <laughs> yeah. If you find yourself uh, frazzled, you're uh, <laughs> you're trying to do some, do too many things in your business. Um, that podcast will be a blessing to you. But today we want to talk about social media, and so I know a lot of you are. Um, and this is where maybe you kind of identify with this. You know you need to be there. You know you need to build your business there. Now, if you're an Amazon seller and you're just doing retail arbitrage, online arbitrage, it's less important unless you're trying to build an audience with certain customers. Um, but if you have, if you're trying to build an audience with customers, then social media is a place that you want to be. You want to be present there. But it can be very stressful because there's so many platforms. There's and it seems like there's a new one all the time, and it's like hard to keep up. And like, man, should I be on TikTok? Should I be on Clubhouse? Which I haven't heard about Clubhouse in a while. I don't even know if that's. I guess oh, that's, that's true. Uh, like that came up, and people are saying this is going to be the big thing. Um, and then you watch people like Gary Vee, and you're like, man, he's everywhere, guys. Of course, he has a team. Uh, he's got tons of people that work for him to make him be everywhere. And so um, let's just talk about that. But let me tell you about my story. I was uh, uh, getting in more of this space where I'm teaching people how to do things. 
Um, and especially, you know, in the Amazon space, teaching people how to make money online, have the book streams of income. And I think I'm thinking I need to find people who want to make money online. So where do I do that? Well, obviously they're on social media, so I need to be more prolific. I need to be posting every day, um, you know, at least five or six times a week. And so I would wake up and spend a long time. I mean, guys, literally sometimes an hour, um, all that time would be thinking, what am I going to post today? How am I going to do it? So I, I was, Canva makes things easy. That's tip number one, use Canva. It makes it a graphic design idiot like me able to put something together that looks decent. Um, and so I would think, what am I, what in the world am I going to post on all these platforms and then putting it together and then actually posting it to Facebook and Instagram and then LinkedIn and then Twitter, if I wanted to put it on Twitter and making it different, making it changing up the picture. So it sizes right on the right plot. Cause every platform has its own ecosystem. Set of rules, it's all sizes. And they do. Yeah. And like Twitter, you don't want to post really long things on Twitter. Now people are doing something different with Twitter where they're putting the starting it and then eat, then they'll do comments down below to make it long form. And that's just all so much to know and you can get overwhelmed quickly. And I did. So I was doing it and you can go back to my Instagram post early on and see how they're different than they, what I'm putting out now. And it was stressful, Stephen, because I'm thinking I need to be out there. I need to be pushing myself. I need to be doing this, but I don't know. Um, it just felt like such a huge waste of my time. It felt like not a huge waste of, it was just not a good use of my own personal time because I was not good at it and I didn't enjoy the process. And it was very hard to tie it to a, to a return on investment. It was hard to know, like, is this even working? Am I wasting my time doing this? And so I quickly hired it out. And now I went the opposite direction. Now this may not be good either, but literally Melaine and I'll be driving down the road and she'll post, she'll look at her phone and say, great post today. And like, I have no <laughs> idea what even we posted. I really don't, I have no clue what gets posted. My VAs could totally mess with me and do all kinds of things that um, aren't, aren't good. Um, they have full control over my social media and we'll talk about that, how that works. But you know, they literally just, they're posting things from me. And so I trust what they're posting, but I really have no idea from day to day what they're posting. And I could be more involved in that. I'm just not, I, it's just not a good use of my personal time. I don't enjoy it. I don't want to micromanage that. So Steven, do you feel like other people are in that same boat? Like I was uh, for sure. I made some notes as you were talking, cause I think there are some key elements in your story that I think a lot of people too can relate to. Yeah. I don't like social media, but I do see that it is kind of the nature of business now it's where a lot of people are coming and hanging out mm -hmm. I, I think just like the evolution of the internet when people were going to the internet it was almost always through an exclusive search either yeah. yahoo if you remember yahoo google aol uh -huh. like it was either really the only like gateway into the internet but now because you can turn on your phone go into any social media app and then immediately interact with other people and go to websites Mm -hmm. The search is less important. So people are saying SEO is dying. It's not necessarily true. It's just a lot less people are forced through a search bar to interact with the internet. Now they can just go. You don't have to type in websites so much anymore. If you see a post and go, oh, Ryan's teaching me how to sell on Amazon. Let me see yeah. what that is. Then you just, it's a couple of clicks. There's no like you're typing things in. So yeah. the way to direct people online is different. But I think like you, a lot of people go, oh, I need to be on 
these platforms, all of them get mm-hmm. overwhelmed, then they don't know what to do or how to do it, spend a whole bunch yeah. of time. I think your solution to it is the best solution. Unless yeah. you like social media, I hate it. And I am also handing all of that off. It's so much easier. Yes, maybe your full <laughs> release is maybe not the best because I still feel like you should have a hand in there and you should be directing it a little bit. But either way, it gets done and you're getting out to the people. If you do nothing, there's no chance somebody's going to see anything they're doing. Right. So just doing something is a huge improvement over doing nothing. Now, right. the way that I go about it and the way that you go about it, I'm sure we could argue till forever about which is the best way to do it, but you're getting something aligned into the water to be able to catch Mm -hmm. fish. You're still Mm -hmm. growing your email list, your audience held audience, not necessarily the audience on the platform, but actually your own audience through the email list. So am I, we're doing the same thing. Now the conversion rates might be different, but the fact that you're doing it to grow your list, taking action, I think is the key piece of that and handing it off. I do think is the best way. If you don't like social media, if you love it, then pick it and go after it. Yeah. You said something that's super key. I didn't even write this down as, as in notes, as far as, what to talk about beforehand, but we, this is so important. Do not your build. You don't want to build your audience on these platforms. You want to get them off. Now they can stay on there, but you want to be building an email list. And I can tell you like having 1 million followers on Facebook, which I don't have, um, (laughs) I would rather have an engaged. I don't even know what the number would be. 1 million versus 10,000 emails versus 1 million followers on Facebook. I would rather have the 10,000 engaged people on email guys. Email is where it's at. I cannot um, it's really hard to build an ROI. It's really hard to know exactly how well every post is doing, unless you have a call to action on every single post. If it's a, you're sending them back to somewhere. I cannot point to a specific post I posted with, you know, hey, Cal and I are at the park today. Um, what did that make me any money? No, it didn't make me any money at all. And so what's the point of that? Well, for me, it's more about I'm built, I feel like I'm building a brand and I'm exuding my brand. I'm um I'm showing people that you can be a dad and you can work from home and you can go to the park on a Wednesday afternoon and hang out with your son. And I'm just showing that to people. And I want some of them to be like, I want that too. Where can I get that lifestyle? And some of them are going to come back to me and say, okay, what do you have that allows you to live that way? I want to live that way. I'm not selling an Amazon course. I'm not selling a Legends membership I'm selling the lifestyle. I'm selling the freedom that people can have because of the, these things are just vehicles, Steven, you know, that it's like most people we talk to that are selling on Amazon. It's not like, Oh my gosh, I love selling on Amazon. It's the greatest thing in the world. Most people are frustrated with Amazon. They want to kick Amazon to the curb, but it's a great place (laughs) to build a business. And I love talking about it because it's a place where people with very little income, um, even if you, you can start with a lot of income, but people who have no experience and don't have a ton of money to invest, even $0, you can start a business. And so it's a great vehicle for somebody. And so that's why I talk about it. And it's not that 
most people love love selling on there. It's just a it's an easy vehicle to get into to get you where you want to go to. And so for me, social media is um it's almost like a billboard. Um, yeah, I guess the like definition of of looking it up because I was doing some <laughs> research yeah. for this. Social media is that, and I, I guess I'll pull it up so I can read it off. Social media marketing is the use of social platforms um, to promote your products, goods, yeah. or services. It, it is marketing. It's just marketing on a new platform. I mean, they talk about the digital marketing versus traditional marketing. I think you also said it too, is like, you're not just selling the product. Like you shouldn't be acting like a used car salesman on any <laughs> platform of just like sell, 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 sell all the time. People don't want to be sold to all the time. But like Ryan said, he's not selling the Amazon vehicle to help you achieve the goal. He's showing you that this is what I do. I am taking my child to work. Are you at work? Well, I'm taking my child to, I said to work, I'm taking my child to the place that while you're at work, this is a possibility. You can do yeah. this. It's like showing that it can be done. That's yeah. how you're marketing to those people. So exactly. you said brand awareness. I guess that's brand awareness because right. you're on brand. You're a father yeah. trying to help other fathers right. stop going to the nine to five if they don't like it and live the dream of whatever they want. If they want to take their child to fishing or do whatever, it's possible. Sometimes okay. just showing people that it's possible and then directing them to Hey, I'm able to do this because, and then they follow you and go, I like Ryan. I've seen him before. He's taking his child to work or taking his child Mm -hmm. to this place that I keep on saying work because that's all I do, (laughs) but he's, he's doing something that I want to do. I want to follow Ryan. Then one of the posts that week is going to be about legends. And then they're going to go, I've never heard of this. What is this? And then they're going to be curious and go find it. So social media should be that relationship building. You're, you're, it's almost a one-way communication, but you have the ability to answer on Mm -hmm. comments so you can have that Mm -hmm. relationship and then he would ask you hey how are you able to do this don't you have to go to 95 isn't there a traffic jam that you have to be stuck in no i actually do this and you can also tell them about your products good or services Mm -hmm. but using social media i think it is a marketing platform i'm not saying Mm -hmm. everything you're doing should be marketing but if ryan's posting on his brand's page it should be on brand like ryan shouldn't be <laughs> it's very inappropriate this probably won't have but like outside the strip club like that's not on brand for ryan that's not what ryan's about but anything that you're posting sh- you should at least filter it through like is this going to the person that i hope to help then let me post this and show them that this is possible mm-hmm. and if they follow me then i can show them how to but i agree with yeah. you too those platforms are not necessarily your audience that you can directly interact with you want them to go to an email list my yes purpose for having any of that social media is to drive them to connect with me through Mm -hmm. email. I almost don't care about the views or the amount of followers on a platform. I care a lot more about that email list than anything else. Yes, for sure. I like how you said it's like, because you're, you love fishing. So you think about the fishing analogies, it's having lines in the water. Yeah. I should put a lot more of my post on (laughs) beach and fishing. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You got to have multiple lines. You don't know what's going to catch some posts. You're going to like, wow, that's, that's a great post and it does nothing. And then you got other ones that are, man, I can't believe I got that many comments on that one. I didn't think that was very good. You just never know. You just got to get those lines out there. Yeah. I guess for me, considering social media is like a checklist. And the the first thing is like, which one am I going to prioritize? Because especially if you're doing it by yourself, it's Mm -hmm. very difficult to do all the platforms. So it's just going to be like most of your time but find the platform that your audience uses That's the key. most. That's Facebook the is tending to age older. Obviously, TikTok is a lot younger, but there's a lot of different platforms that different 
hobbyist use like uh-huh. you can do research on say I-, I love fishing where are most fishing groups or interactions mm-hmm. or any of that stuff it's not really tiktok it is mostly facebook that's why i go to yeah. facebook and hunting yeah. is another thing that i like is like most of those are older people the groups on facebook is kind of what they're used to they're not going to be jumping around to a whole bunch of platforms but if i was trying to reach younger fishers then i'd be doing a lot of research to go where are younger fishers hanging out what platform mm-hmm. are they using i'm trying to sell stuff to them or at least get in communication with them yeah so how do we make this easy so obviously we're going to tell people that uh, about the opportunity to have them to have it done for you but if you're just not at that point yet um what should how should, how can we boil this down to make it so not so overwhelming <laughs> overwhelming yes what would you talk to the person who want who knows they they're they're posting here and there they're posting once a week they know they need to be posting a lot more but it's just getting in the way of what it's not what they do best they know they need to do it but how do you you don't want to pull pull away from what moves the needle in your business something over here that you, you know you should do and it will help, but it's hard to see a direct return on investment. So it's very hard to justify taking your precious time to go do this. So how can you, how would you advise that person that wants to do more, knows they need to do more, but just don't. Put out a time or energy. Yeah. yeah. We talk about this a lot and maybe we should have these conversations more openly like this, but inside the business versus outside the business. Uh I think you make most of your money inside the business, serving your customers. The problem is nobody's going to come inside the business from outside unless you're outside the business promoting. When I was helping with YouTube, I was talking about the sign spinner. Like Your business is amazing. You crush it on the inside. You serve people better than I know anybody else has served. That's why I love you as a mentor because I'm like, that is not my strength, but I can look at you and see what you're doing and go, this is how I can serve my audience better. But the piece that I thought you were lacking in YouTube was like, there's no marketing efforts. Like you're just kind of putting some stuff there, but you need a sign spinner out there directing. You talk about, tell me what you mean by a sign spinner. So someone that's out there being in front of the people, getting their attention and bringing them in. That guy that's standing on the side of the road that points to the furniture store sale. (laughs) He'll get your attention. When you say that, like everybody's like, oh yeah, I've seen that sign spinner. You might not be able to read the sign because it's been too fast, but he's getting your attention and directing you somewhere. This is what you need outside your business. I think if you're doing a good job at customer relations, you should have a good thriving business. The problem is if people don't know you have a business, Mm -hmm. like if you're out in the desert and you're trying to sell something, no one's going to come out there. But if you're at the watering hole where everybody's coming anyway, they'll get your attention and bring them in. Those sign spinners are not out in the cornfields. They're in very busy (laughs) streets, (laughs) bringing attention to whatever they have going and directing them. But I would say like as a checklist, Uh I always look for where is my audience at? What platform are they on? Then I try to set a very tight goal. Just like, what's the one thing this quarter, this week, this month, this year that I really want to do? Consistency is kind of the phase Mm -hmm. one that I tell everybody is just like, get consistent Mm -hmm. because with consistency comes the data. Then you can like Mm -hmm. look at the data, make data decisions data-driven decisions. There's a lot of assumptions you can make, but until you have actually, like Ryan said, you think you made an amazing post and you put it out there and it doesn't do anything. You can like go back and and reverse engineer and go, okay, did I put out the wrong time? Was it going out to the wrong people? Did did I post this on Christmas day and not even realize it? And everybody else is busy doing other things. Should I repost it? Should I try something different? Because if you did it on a holiday and then you repost it and it crushes, you go, maybe I shouldn't post 
what I want on holidays, but address mm-hmm. the holiday, get in front of mm-hmm. people. So yeah. one, find where your audience is at, set a goal. And then I, because I'm very like analytical and mm-hmm. data-driven, I like to build um, strategies for all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So just like I was saying one, hopefully the camera reset, sorry. I like to build like one thing that I'm really targeting and then go, how can I do this? If consistency is a thing, like Ryan said, use Canva. I like to use uh, Adobe Spark, which I think just changed the name to Express, but it's very similar to Canva. It's just an Adobe product so I can interact with other people easier through Adobe, but it's the Mm -hmm. same concept. They have a lot of templates. They make it a lot easier and get your time to speed it up. Like Ryan was saying, when he started, he was spending a lot of time. Try yeah. to get that time down to five, 10 minutes. Just make something, get it out there, get consistent with it. And then as you yeah. get more successful, you can really dive into it. And I will say batch it, batch content together too. So ways to get a bunch. If I was starting from scratch right now and I had to fire my VAs doing social media for me and I had to do it all myself, <laughs> I would probably, um, well, I wouldn't be doing video because I don't want to do the video editing part of it. I mean, for me, the best content is things that I'm already producing. So they, my VAs take my podcast and break it up into chunks and then post it. But if I didn't have the time to do that, I would um, I would go to my the books I've written, pull out think quotes that I like, and start creating a a list of uh, I'd put together like a word document or a spreadsheet of, of a bunch of quotes either from me, from my books or a books I'm reading. Like maybe I'd go back and think about some of the best books ever. Maybe a book I'm reading now or some of my favorite books. Go through there. I like to underline books. So I, I could easily flip through some books I've been through and pick out quotes and get them into um, that spreadsheet. And so I would probably put together a list of 30 different quotes or um, books or just uh, things that I like. And then I would... Um, I would not get, I would spend a couple of hours if I had to or more to do the whole month and schedule it out. So then my social media for the whole month is done. I'd probably start small. I'd probably not try to do seven days a week. I'd probably (laughs) shoot for three to five and then in between. So I'd have some set things like um, I would say that, you know, I'd have um, I put the, get the quotes and then I go to Canva and I find some background I could use that I could easily just put the, the image or the quote on the image. And that post is done. I would get it into my colors. So if you already have a website, what is your color scheme? You'd want it to be consistent. You don't want, like, if you're all about blues and greens, you don't want to be posting a bunch of stuff that's pink. Um, you want people <laughs> to scroll through and recognize your colors. Like, Ooh, that's Ryan's post. And so I'd get a color scheme. I would make the graph and Canva makes this easy to do. I would make the backgrounds be my color scheme. And then even put your logo down in the bottom right or top right or bottom left or somewhere um, and do all of those for the whole month, maybe three posts a week. Um, so you only have to do uh, 12. You got 12 posts you got to do for the whole month and then you're done as far as you've, you know, you've got content out there. Then in between, if I'm at the park with Callan, I'd take a picture of it and I'd post it on a day that's an in-between day um, without having like the pressure of like, oh my gosh, I got to post it today. Callan, we got to go to the park to, so I can take a picture. <laughs> Nothing like that, but just in the midst of your day and there's no pressure. If you miss it, you miss it. You, you miss a day. It's not a big deal, but be thinking 
consciously, okay, what am I going to be doing today? Where could uh, possibly we, we take a picture or a video or uh, do a quick live or do a, like if it's Instagram, do a, a, a Instagram story um, about where you are. You're at the farmer's market with your family and you, you thought of an idea. Well, just do a quick story on Instagram and tell her, hey, got a business idea real quick or you and encourage something encouraging. Um, that's what I'd probably do. If I was starting to fresh, I would, I would focus on the three things that are, I know like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm going to have a post Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. If I'm out and about, I think about some things that I can that day, or maybe even if you mon- you go to park on Monday, will you save that post for Tuesday and you post it on Tuesday? Hey, yesterday, Cal and I got to spend some time at the park. Here's a, Here's what we did. It's so cool to be um, able to be out uh, at the park on a Tuesday at, at 11 o'clock in the morning. You know, just things like that. Like, don't pressure yourself to be like, oh, my gosh, I've got to I've got to get seven posts out this week. I want to play on a few and then just in- supplement that with personal stuff that that might that's probably where I personally would start. I agree with that, but I almost want to play devil's advocate. I was talking to a friend of mine that's um, ex-military and he said pre going to the military, like he couldn't like stay on a schedule. It was very difficult for him, but he said, as soon as that drill instructor was yelling at him, he was able to like get on track and then uh-huh. it improved his life. And he was talking about the benefits of it. And then I, an- another friend of ours chimed in. He was like, Oh, that was the worst part of it. I'm self-motivated. I can do all that stuff. So it just annoyed me and it didn't help me at all. And I was, I, I thought that was fascinating. Hear you say that just brought that conversation in my mind, but uh-huh. maybe people need that high pressure. <laughs> I almost think maybe an, I agree with your strategy, but if that strategy, you feel like ah, I do it once a month. And then when the next month rolls around, it's, I hate doing it in a batch like that. Try to uh-huh. do it every day. Just take like five, 10 minutes a day and try to make a post. And if you don't, then don't beat yourself up about it, but just go sure. tomorrow. I'm going to try something else. This day, it didn't work because of this, but maybe the continuous repetition of that will keep it a front of mind so that when you are at the park, you're at least have a more thought process for it. So like, Oh, I do need mm-hmm. to post something today. We're going to go to the park later. That's a perfect time to do it. I'm going to do it then. So it's, I think might help you catch those moments because you're like, I need a post every day. You're putting that pressure on you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not how I would operate. Yeah. <laughs> I think I operate much better in the batches and then catching that stuff randomly. But if that's not you and you're having a problem with that, another strategy could be every day, find yeah. five minutes at some point to post something like yeah. Ryan said, go live and just say, Hey, I had a great business idea. Find what works for you. If you're doing it yourself, I think is the best way to do it. If batching works for you, great. If shooting quick videos is great. And we talk about pillar content too. Like if you're better at shooting videos and editing all that stuff, lean into that. If you're better at writing, lean into that. Find where your audience is and the medium that works best for you. And then stick in your lane. You don't have to do everything. You can just focus on one platform, find what works best for you. Because we were talking to some friends about marketing uh, probably two or three weeks ago. They said they used to try to optimize every platform with the marketing that they're doing now because of the prices they just find whatever platforms working that first go around they mm-hmm. just double down on that and they drop all the rest and i was like oh that's fascinating mm-hmm. i've heard a lot more people going to this just one platform preference and go my audience mm-hmm. is here instead of spending 60 percent of my time in all these other platforms that give me no results i'm just cutting all of them out and only yeah. focusing on instagram only focusing on tiktok only focusing on facebook i don't think i've ever heard anybody say that they're focusing in on um that one that you mentioned before but i can't even remember the name of it clubhouse yeah clubhouse so <laughs> yeah. there are platforms that will come and go so you don't have to feel like oh this is a new platform i gotta get on that 
find your audience and stick with that audience and find a strategy that works for you. If, if batching, which I think would work better for me and Ryan works, if it doesn't, you need that constant pressure, then try to find five minutes a day to just post something, but don't beat yourself up if you don't. Because like Ryan said, if you get three posts a week or just some kind of consistency in there, you're ahead of the game of most people not posting anything. And I think if you don't like social media, find ways to hand it off because something is a hundred times better than nothing doing different strategies you can tweak, but it's a huge jump up from doing absolutely nothing in social media. I Mm. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if you hate social media, you kind of have to play the game. It's how you can market for very inexpensive. I mean, you can run commercials, you can put stuff in the papers, you can do magazine ads, but they're very costly and they're getting Mm -hmm. to connect with less and less people. Yeah. You said something that was key too, is them the blog or a podcast. I really think you're content. building a personal brand or you have, you're selling courses or anything. I feel like you need to have that pillar content. You need to be out doing something. If you're a public speaker, that's your, that's your signature speech. Yep. Um, if you're me, that's the, my podcast every week that we're recording right now. And that <laughs> for me would be, um, I would lean in on that. And so if I had to start over again and do three posts a week, I would probably just figure out a way to find clips. Like my, my hosting service Libsyn has a way that I can pull clips out. And so this might take a little bit longer for me to do, but I don't, it means I don't have to go find content. It's our, I've already, I'm already producing it every week. And so you just, you could literally build up a whole calendar of social media from one podcast um, or from one blog post. So use that pillar content as your, your main thing and then supplement it with your, your books, you're reading Bible verses, things you've heard elsewhere. You can look at other people that you follow and steal their, not steal it, but you can take use, be inspired by that. You can actually quote them. So if you posted something on social media, man, that was awesome. I could take a screenshot of that. Hey, here's what my buddy Steven posted yesterday on. I think it was awesome. There's nothing wrong with that. That's an easy way to get some content out. Just, you know, grab somebody else's stuff and post it post it and give them credit for it yeah if you, them too if you are very good at inside your business and know what your <clears throat> customers are looking for as soon as you kind of buck into any of that stuff during your day it should mm-hmm. jump out to you that's the stuff yeah. that you should capture and post sure. that's the stuff that i find gets the most engagement like ryan going mm-hmm. to the park because it's relatable and it's on brand or if ryan yeah. sees something that speaks to him or a book that he can recommend i just read this book it was amazing it really helped me do xyz because yeah. your target audience is looking at the same thing. Like I'm stuck here. Then they scroll in on Facebook or whatever the platform that they're on and go, ah, I was just struggling with that. Are you yeah. struggling with social media marketing? Yeah. <laughs> this is, this book really helped. This podcast really helped. Like that's the thing that will jump out to somebody and go, I have that same pain point. Mm-hmm. Let me go deeper and see what this is all about. Yeah. Another way, another tip for folks is um, just test stuff and see what works. But a way to build engagement is in, so let's say that uh, Stephen and I are hanging out, which actually we are in a few weeks, a couple of weeks here. Um, He's coming to the Legends family reunion um, up in Indianapolis area at the end of the month. But um, let's say that you and I go out and we go out for pizza and we're hanging out. We take a picture, we post it on social media. Hey, me and my buddy, Stephen now hanging out. Um, if we just post, hey, this is me and my buddy Steven hanging out. We're having pizza in Indianapolis. That's kind of boring. However, here's a way that we could make it more interactive. Um, hey, Steven loves pepperoni. I love sausage. What's your favorite favorite kind of pizza? 
those are the things you ask a question at, bring your audience into it. Let's say that you're traveling somewhere and you go to, um, you go to, uh, Myrtle beach, South Carolina and Hey, have you guys ever been to Myrtle beach? What's your favorite place here in Myrtle beach to go to? What's your favorite restaurant? Get, ask them questions to get them engaged. The more you can get them to type in the comments, the more, Facebook sees that or Instagram sees that and your posts go up higher. So those are just little tips. Instead of just saying, hey, here's it's all about me. This is what I'm doing. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Bring your audience into the conversation by asking them things. Some of the posts um, we see other people post, it's just literally like, what's your, I mean, they'll post random things to get engagement. What's your favorite TV show? And that's the post because they just, it's more about building and they want to build a relationship, but they want that, that engagement interaction. Yeah. The interaction is huge. Yeah. So then it's not a billboard so much. It's, it's kind of a billboard, but then you're asking people to interact onto that it. billboard and write their answer. Like what's, um, you know, what your Coke versus Pepsi, that could be a literal post. And then people just Coke. And then a person says Pepsi, then you get the interaction <laughs> from your audience. Yeah. I guess that's where I think the repetition of is going to help you with that, especially if you know the platform and you kind of know your audience, you can go in there and like Ryan said, look at what other people are doing to be successful and how can you bring that into what you're doing? I think the most engagement post on any platform is the ones that are trying to get the audience involved in whatever they're doing. Like Ryan said, if we're just having pizza and we're like, Hey, look at us, we're having pizza. Like, okay, I'm going to swipe next. Okay. That was cool. But if someone says, pepperoni versus cheese pizza or whatever it, it, you're asking me and then i have yeah. the chance to get involved and like oh i like ryan and steven oh I, i'm on steven's side or i'm on ryan's side like it's just yeah. a way to engage and that's what you're trying to do with social media is engage them so creating mm-hmm. engaging posts i think that comes with repetition or just like understanding the platform and that's why i said if you as long as you're doing something because if you do something for a month and you go none of this mm-hmm. has got engagement then look back, look at the analytics, look at the data and try to make a data-driven decision. Did yes. none of them get engagement or some of them got views, but then they weren't liking or commenting? Do something that engages them. Like Ryan said, have a poll. So next month, when you just made pictures of you doing your thing, next month you have a poll and go, ah, that poll really worked. Now you add that to mm-hmm. your repertoire and go, ooh, every month I should run yeah. a poll. And you every- can go back to those old posts too. You can, mm-hmm. re- you can re- refresh those old posts. A quote that got a lot of engagement, which Quotes for me aren't that, you know, usually it's a post and a cute picture of my son that gets the most engagement. Um, you can post those old things and like, hey, this is a post from last year. Um, yeah, Facebook makes it easier for you sometimes it up too. a little bit. I don't yeah. know if TikTok or Instagram does that, but I know Facebook, they always have that. Hey, last year you posted this. Yeah, you this can share those on. old posts. Yeah. Okay. Like so, Ryan was saying, take them from other people and going, oh, I heard this. This was really good. Fishing, yeah. especially like, oh, this area is hot right now with this type of fish. Like I enjoy those posts a lot and I engage with those. Yeah. All right. So if we had to boil it down to somebody starting off uh, doing this on their own, my keys, um, and these aren't like, you know, the keys, this is what I would personally do. I would focus on three days a week. I would batch the content. I would pull from what I'm already, my pillar content, which for me is a, this is the podcast. I also have a blog that comes from my emails, but I would take all of my content and pull out little quotes, create a long list of potential content for posts. And then every month I would go in and make my 12 to 15 uh, posts on camera. I'd spend even a few hours if I had to on this so that my whole month is done. And then in between, I would supplement it with 
things that I'm doing around here. Or if I, I re, I'm reading a book, oh, that's a cool quote. Let's post that one today. And those would be on my other days that aren't already set. And I would schedule those three to five in a scheduling app, or you can even do it on Facebook even. Um, so that's what I and also would focus on one platform um, primarily, but then it does, it is pretty easy then to take that. Like if you're using the Facebook business suite, you can post to Instagram the same thing. So that makes it, so you're getting, you know, Both. one post, but multiple, two places. So um, that's what, that would be my strategy. Yeah. But, maximizing your effort, finding ways to get the most yep. out of whatever you're doing. So what does it look like then to hire it out? Cause I think that there's some people that are ready for that. And then we also have an opportunity to share with them that um, are interested in going that route. So hiring out looks like this. Literally, my VAs, I have two of them that do my social media. Um, you don't need two, but um, I have one that kind of is the strat- thinking more of the strategy, another one that implements it. And they, they do other things for me. So it's not just two on my social media, but they just pull from my pillar content, my podcast and my blog. They'll pull from, um, from things like I'll, I'll put, sometimes I'll send them things. Like if I get an email, I was on a podcast episode for somebody else's episode and that person, the, that podcast host sends me the information. I'll forward it to Sheila and Jasmine um, and they will get that into the rotation. So I'll see a post in the legends group, a success story, somebody that's doing really well with our Amazon business. I'll take a screenshot, send that over to them. Um, that happens very rarely though. I, I, for the most part, it's very hands-off for me. They're just pulling from my pillar content, which is my blog and my podcast. And they're just posting whatever they want. They have full reign to post anything. And I'm cool with that because it's my content anyway. They're, um, I trust what I'm saying and I believe in what I'm saying. And so I don't care what they choose to post. And then they're also going to, you know, on, on mother's day, they're going to post something more mother's day. Like, and um, I can add pictures to those if I want to. And Sheila's really good at saying, Hey, you know, this day is coming up. Do you want to let's um, let's get a picture with you and your family and make it more personal instead of just happy July 4th, you know, something, <laughs> something generic. You can do that on Canva too. You can make and those special holidays like I find have a lot more engagement too, like the national pancake yes. day or something. That's not just like a generic post, but like right. you having pancakes with your family. And right. it's like, exactly. Oh, that was so cute. I like that. Exactly. So um, Sheila, or what are you really doing on national podcast? Suggesting things, but um, I mean, guys for really, for the most part, like 90 5% of my social media is like, I really don't even know. Like I, I have no idea what I post yesterday. Looking at it right now. <laughs> um, and again, Steven said, that's probably not the best in the world. Um, but it means that my brain space, there's no space in my brain frustrated and it's not social media does not occupy a spot in my head and frustrate me thinking, what am I going to post today? I know it's done. I am free to focus on things that I enjoy. Your desired and that zone. I'm good at. Yeah. I think we talked about that, that freedom compass, um, yeah. Michael Hyatt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think this is a thing. Like if, if this is not your strength, if you don't enjoy it, if this is in your drudgery zone, zone, hand it off. If it's something that you enjoy or you like, and it's not taking up all your time or it is your strength, then keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But I think for Ryan, this is a drudgery zone, so he should hand it off so he can get back to what he's doing best. I, I think Ryan is amazing at customer satisfaction. He's always trying to think through how can I help people more? What can I do but for his own customers? Mm-hmm. I think that leaves the door open for being outside. That's why I think he hands it off to two different VAs that are doing one. He's 
you're doing a strategic atomization. It's different than how I would do it because I would like to promote people or drive people to, not that you don't drive people to stuff, but you're mostly doing it for brand awareness and to build up those relationships. I think you should be doing more <laughs> targeted marketing. To like, does, like, to like literally like I can look back like uh, uh, last week or so. And yes, last week, you know, and it's a, it's a totally promotional post join business building legends for $1. Yeah. So, and you didn't, strategize that. You didn't think about it. It was completely right. handed off. I think that if you're like me or Ryan, you don't really like social media, that is the best thing to do because you kind of have to be doing it. That's where you're growing. Yeah. I mean, I can ask you, where are you getting the most leads to grow your email list? Um, for me, honestly, social media? It's the, it's the, well, it's, it's at Facebook ads um, is where I get, because I'm paying for that. Um, obviously get more leads from that than I do my just my organic social media posts. Um, and you gave the example of the the Coca-Cola. If Coca-Cola is driving down the street, there's no way to know, especially if it comes here in Tampa, there's no way to know if that Tampa truck that drove through is what made me buy a Coke. There's no way to track that. Right, so right. seeing your other post and then seeing the actual one that's promoting paid and then it's converting, you have to give some credit to being on the platform. So. Sure. But doing social media, that's where most people are growing their email mm-hmm. list. So uh, you kind of have to be doing something somewhere mm-hmm. to grow your email list. Now, I'm not saying you should f- grow your following on whatever platform, and that should be the only thing you focus on, on because platforms change. Clubhouse, right. if that was the platform that you were on, you don't hear many people talking about it anymore. So <laughs> now your audience is kind of gone. Like TikTok is here. It'll be fading. I'm sure there'll be another something that comes out in a couple of years. Even um, before Facebook, it was MySpace. Mm-hmm. But if you grew the email list, you can continue to grow yes, your, your asset email through any mm-hmm. platform that you're on. So even if your people are hanging out at one platform right now, it might not be like that for the next five years. Yep. Try to get that email list from them so you can follow them to whatever platform they're on. Yep. That's good. So we'll wrap it up here. So for those of you that feel like you're ready for... Um, somebody to do it for Ryan strategy. Steven and I have, well, actually even less than that though. So we have, just go to wingmanvas.com forward slash social media. Yeah. Me and Ryan thought this through. We tried to help you at three different levels. If you were pre Ryan, like getting onto social media and going like, I don't know what or how we wanted to put a template for you together. So you go each month, we're going to send you a template. All you have to do is fill in the information. We have different quotes, depending on what industry you're in, that, to help you with that. Then the next tier of that was like what me and Riley like to do, hand it completely off mm-hmm. so that somebody else is going into those platforms, posting for you. And then mm-hmm. I think that last tier is that atomization strategy where we're yeah, working customized. with you. We're trying to build an actual strategy that works best for you and your audience. We're testing things. We're giving you the data. We're having Mm -hmm. follow-up calls and just going, hey, what about this? This worked really well. We should double down on this. What things do you have coming up? How can we help promote? Mm -hmm. So we're we're trying to cast a wide net because most of this is coming from Ryan, from Ryan's understanding of customers. We've had a bunch of calls (laughs) with people. And the number one thing that they'll all said is we have a problem with marketing. We want to get into social media marketing, but we don't even know where to start. For the last four mm-hmm. or five months now, me and Ryan have been going back and forth and trying to find how can we truly help these people with social media to make it easy for them at any entry point. And I think yeah. a lot more people will go to the atomization strategy because it's a high converting thing and it yeah. gives most of the onus to 
the team or other people. Like you just have to go, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm trying to target. Then we will work with you to build a strategy to target those people. Where are they at? What do they spend the most time on? What are you doing as your pillar content? Maybe we can help you with the pillar content, give you ideas. Cause that was another thing that we saw was a need was, I don't even know what to talk about. And they go, yeah. well, here's some ways that we do research to help you. And we look at other people in that same industry, see what's going on for them. This might be in the zeitgeist for fishing. <laughs> snook season's coming up. Everybody wants to catch snook. Let's focus on snook. Let's make a lot of snook posts in the next couple of months. <laughs> Is that a type of fish? Yeah. <laughs> Domino season snook? just closed and I wasn't able to get out there because I was traveling so yeah. much. Can you That's eat, my favorite. Can you eat snook fish? You, you can. A lot of people don't like it. We normally just catch and release. They're fun fish to catch, but pompanos oh, yeah. is my favorite fish to pan fry up. What 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 is it? Pompano. Pompano. It's like a yeah, fat kind of wow fish. Man, I learned something in, on my own <laughs> podcast. I always learn something. When I have a guess, I'm always learning. Um, well, next time you come, I have to catch it and cook it up. Pompano fish, interesting. I mean, I, I've I mean, eaten out at seafood restaurants. I've never seen that on the menu. Yeah, I don't know if they do like mass catching of that. It's mostly just like a hook catch. It's hard to Got net it. them. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Okay, so guys, go to wingmanvas.com forward slash social media and check that out. Um, and you said something that was really important that um, I wanted to talk about real quick uh, is. Uh, you, you said we talked to customers, we found the need. It wasn't like we were like, oh, we have a social, let's, let's see if we can find people for a social media VA service. It was more about like I had the legendary VAs with the Amazon uh, program and I'm getting questions from every, people outside of Amazon that are business owners that say, asking me, can you find me a VA for this and this and this and other things? Like, I probably can. Let's build a service. And so that's what we've done. And Steve and I have talked to so many business owners, and this is a huge pain point, the social media side of things. And so we saw the pain and we're like, okay, well, we can solve this. Let's put together a service. That's really what it was. It wasn't, we were not coming at this thinking that we wanted to build a social media VA program. Uh, now we can do other things for business owners too. We're working on an administrative assistant VA program. Uh, and that's just because of needs. We're seeing the need. And so if you have, find your audience first, talk to your ideal audience, they'll tell you what you want and build that instead of building it and then trying to find the audience to sell it to. That's, that would be a good, another piece of advice I'd say. <laughs> Which I think you are really good at that. That's why I said like, this is a very interesting and fun journey for me to work more, more with you because I can just look at it and go, hey, Ryan. All of these calls that we've been on, they've all said the same thing. Yeah. Social media, they have a pain point for this. What can we do here? And then you saying, well, yeah. I have VAs over here. Let's start. Let's try something and yeah. see. And then being able to work with them and go, ooh, this is a, something that we can provide to a lot more people. That's very fun and exciting. But I, I just want to bring up that compass again. Yeah. If you're doing things that's social media related or not, that you're repeatedly doing that are in your drudgery zone. I would say reach out to, and I'll put you on blast because your podcast, reach out to Ryan because we do have VAs that are doing many different things. And I think we're looking for what are small business owners struggling with? How can we support small businesses? Yeah. I think the wingman motto has always been, we want to come alongside you and help. This VA service that I'm doing with Ryan is like the most exciting because it allows us to help the most amount of people with whatever your custom pain points are. We love having those calls with small business owners and going, what are you struggling with this week? What have you struggled with this month? What are you struggling with in your business as a whole? How can we help you? Just hearing that social media and the marketing side of it so much was like, okay, well, 
I don't feel like I'm a social media <laughs> expert at all, but let's try to help them. What is exactly the pain point? And I think Ryan nailed it with that first. Like they don't even know what, they don't even know how. So then we mm-hmm. put that template together and then that started working. And then we go, okay, well, let's do it for them. That's working. And then Ryan has a couple of people that he's helping to do the atomization strategy. I don't know if that's what we should call it or not, but, <laughs> and yeah, well, that seems to be a, really good. A bigger pillar of content and breaking it up into smaller pieces. And working with them to go, this is what we're trying to do. Here's how we strategize it. And it's constantly improving. I like the fact that you talk to the VAs all the time and go, where are you guys struggling? What do you like to right. do? How can we grow this thing? How can we help right. people more? It's very interesting to see all that. Good stuff. Appreciate you being on, man. I know you'll be on oh, yeah, some more. We'll have other conversations <laughs> like this. And guys, also check out the Unfrazzled Entrepreneur if you feel like you are frazzled. <laughs> we want to help you get unfrazzled. <laughs> so, cool, Stephen. Thanks for being on with me, buddy. No problem. Take it easy. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.